This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Welcome to Planet Women. I'm Amanda Manel from the Hiritaunga Women's Centre and today joining me in the studio are Amy and Katie from Metcalf Metal who describe themselves as two colour-loving, curly-headed, creative sisters. Amy and Katie are pretty inspirational women and not only do they create bright, bold and colourful pieces of art but they have a strong sustainability focus and for the most part use repurposed materials. So it's exciting to have you both in the studio today, Amy and Katie, to learn more about you and the work that you do. Thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So I know that Metcalf started as a very successful experiment for you both combining projects that you'd been working on during the COVID-19 lockdown period. So let's start by learning a bit more about you both. What's the philosophy that's driven the way you live your lives and the art that you create? Uh, Well, um, to introduce ourselves, we are sisters. um, And therefore, we have uh, grown up always creating together at the kitchen table right from when we were young. Um, And we've always had, um, both um, from our parents and our grandparents, lots of... uh, ways of living our lives being resourceful in many ways our grandparents uh very much uh teaching us that you uh use what's right in front of you um uh, so whatever it is it could uh might need fixing you just use stuff that's there mum always talked about inner resources um so we use that a lot mm-hmm. um and um so that's um idea of uh, of of utilizing what's right in front of us we have that taken it to a, a whole nother level with us working together uh, as, as as sisters and as metal metcalf, so yeah, yeah. And the experiment that was um, was at the wildflower sculpture exhibition in 2020, where we combined um, our two COVID nineteen projects from lockdown earlier in the year. And there are lots of waste materials locally um, that we had our eyes on, and Amy in particular found um, these steel drums at Arataki Honey initially. And it was from that sort of experiment of using this pre-finished material, I mean, they come in the most amazing colours, that uh, she basically went in, spoke to the the foreman there and came out with some some drums. And we sort of add to that a little bit. I I sort of have this image of her leaving with bees following the car (laughs) as as she has those drums in the car. But from that, we we had a material that came in these amazing colours and it's... You know, it's not just a Hawke's Bay issue. This is a global um, material. The steel drums are made all over the world and they're used to ship all over the world. Um, and so we've sort of taken this global issue, if you like, on a very local level. Mm. And uh, we have some great suppliers of drums um, and uh, from some of the smaller ma- uh, food manufacturers here where we all pick up one drum at a time um, right. to... Uh, larger companies that basically supply us with dozens at a time and um, and we've been to various companies and we sort of you know there's a wall of drums and we're going like this one this one this one so yeah that kind of using those resources that are here that are 
problematic to many companies because they take up a large amount of space and turning them into something very, very different from their original life. Quite beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So you're obviously both very creative and we're going to talk a little bit more about the products that you make and both of you are sporting the most beautiful earrings right now that I can see are made out of um, honey drums or the like. Mm -hmm. Um, But are you able to share a little bit about your backgrounds before you started Metcalf because you came to this from different places, right? We did. did. Um, So we're both... We're both design trained. We both went to university. I'll let Amy talk about her her sort of um, trajectory. But um, I started off um, as textiles and fabric being my first love. And I went and did a degree um, in Manchester in the UK in fashion. And and from there, I never actually went into the fashion industry in, as, an, as an employee. But I ended up in the car industry um, working with some really great brands as a colour and material designer. So I spent about 15 or so years working both in Europe and the US um, designing paints, fabrics, materials for for cars. That's different. (laughs) Did you think that's where you were going to start? Oh, not at all, not at all. Uh, So that then took me, um, Amy by this point had met and married her New Zealand husband and and I had had the privilege of visiting New Zealand frequently and so um, I thought this is a really lovely place and I applied for a, a position at Massey University um, this this is eight years ago now and I'm very very fortunate in that I got the role as um, I was a senior lecturer and I looked after a design studio that sat within the university called Open Lab and um, yeah that kind of combined a whole host of skill sets and um and after that period of time of working for them I then came up to the bay and uh with a bit of freelance work and working for myself and then yeah we did our wee little experiment we did we did so and um most of my well all of my professional career has actually been here in New Zealand so uh, back in the UK um I did uh, furniture and product design at Kingston University um and then did my kind of OE um uh, to the states and that's where I met my husband Josh um and um he's he said, well, you might like New Zealand. And I went, okay, then. Um, and so I, um, we joke that I'm his souvenir from his OE. Um, and I came came here, or came uh, to Auckland, is where he was born. And um, I worked for Danske Mobile for the first couple of years that I was here in New Zealand. So they were, they, that was great. A really good start. Big, big good company up, up in Auckland. They had a lovely factory you know I was always on the factory floor with the guys um and then um I came across um a couple of guys who were at Cicada Studios which was a uh, set up in Fokotu uh and it was a design studio for emerging designers who you had a a desk space, use of a workshop, um, and you were mentored by a lot of the local guys here, um, uh, well-established artists and designers. Um, and I, I met these guys, and I was like, this is what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I came down here on a, a labour weekend, um, fell in love with the place, and we moved here three weeks later. Wow, I, I you know, <laughs> I, um, my husband and I don't do things. Um, we, we decide on it, and we go. We do it. Um, and... 
at that um, particular incubator for young designers, David Truebridge was one of the mentors. Right. Um, and so to working on, on my own stuff um, and doing a little con- contract work for David. Um, and then as that that company progressed and got bigger, there was a position for full-time employees. Uh, so I worked for David for nearly 10 years, going from doing all sorts of jobs, ordering materials, running the CNC, um, such like, all the way up to um, his uh, lead designer. So I had a, a a great, great job. Loved it. Um, really good position. Um, and then I've, I had my son and, um, yeah, I decided that I just wanted to be mum for a bit. I didn't get much of an opportunity <laughs> um, to to stop because the, the a bit of freelance work came in and I was like, okay, we'll, we'll do this. And so... Um, 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 and there was the opportunity to um, do some sculptures work for my son's school, for Lucknow School in the village and um i was like i can do this um and i'd not really done metal work much before um i'd done a little bit of playing work um at uh, will jameson's william jameson he's he is no longer with us but he he taught me the first little few bits and got my kind of interest in into metal making and then i've been very lucky to have uh, ross mckay as being my mentor when it comes to metal work so um i've been in the workshop with ross for about the past six years um and he's taught me everything he he knew and we, that was fantastic um so yeah lots of uh, jobs for council that we've done together um and, and i've worked with rick Stappen um and um yeah, and then the, I've been doing my own bits and pieces as well. And then the opportunity post kind of COVID came and I just thought Katie had done her own 100 day project where she'd drawn 10,000 images over these 100 days. Oh, and wow. just it, would be, it was crazy. But the first day that she did her project, <laughs> she drew all these these blooms, these flowers. And I said, this is the opportunity of a wildflower. I said, why don't we just bring those my metalworking skills, your illustration, we'll just bring them together and see what happens. And yeah, the um, it just took off with that wildflower exhibition. Everybody walking around with their little sunflower, well, big sunflowers with little sticks of joy, um, bright yellow heads, um, um, and big green leaves. And uh, yeah, they, we made a hundred and twenty-five of them for that long weekend. I think we sold pretty much every single one of them. Yeah. So it was brilliant for, as a fundraiser for for Cranford at that particular time as well. So we thought we're on to, we're on to a winner and we thought maybe one day, two days a week, we, you know, we might be... Um, never been that. <laughs> no, we, we might get away with just doing what we do with um, Metal Make Off, but it's just it's taken off. Oh, it, uh, it really it, has. It um, went from nothing to full time, literally overnight. <laughs> and, and so we would, we'd sort of, you know... There wasn't no, there wasn't a plan. It was an experiment. But every day we were kind of pinching ourselves, going, "Ah, oh, we're still doing this, and people are still wanting, you know, artworks from us." And galleries were getting in contact, and and commissions were coming through. And so this was a lot. There was a lot of um, interest coming from the general public towards us that we hadn't hadn't yeah. really expected, yeah. which was wonderful. And yes. so, and here we are. What are we now? Three years on. Mm-hmm. And we still do the pinching. <laughs> um, maybe more to say, are we still sort of, you know, awake because we, we we're working we're working quite quite long hours at the moment because yeah. it, it does have a momentum of its own. You know, it's a you know this business is is almost another is almost another child, and it's we talk about this regularly where we say, you know, Metal Metcalf has come come about. 
because of the two of us. And yet, in many ways, it has nothing to do with us. It's the most it's the most bizarre paradox because yeah. it, it 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 has its entity through our, our different design backgrounds and just the way that obviously we work together as two sisters. And yet it, it goes and does its own thing. We go, okay, we'll just have to run and try and keep up. <laughs> so, yeah, we have a lot of fun. Oh, well, it's amazing. And, and amazing to learn about your backgrounds, thinking of cars and furniture to where you are now. It's quite different and, and mm-hmm. lovely that you're, that you're doing it together. Yes. Yeah. So you talked, Katie, before about um, the sustainability focus, and you did too, right. Amy, about right. that reusable material mm-hmm. and that being a key um a key focus and a key philosophy behind what you do and then also your artworks and products have a really strong combination of that sustainability but play as well so do you want to what what does that mean in terms of what it looks like well for us I think you know we were there were a couple of examples one would be our earrings that we're wearing so when we were originally cutting out our floral shapes, so we, we have an emphasis at the moment which tends to be floral or food related, um, and that's just you know the floral comes from it, it really is does come from me. I mm. think um, I like to think I'm green fingered. Not I'm not 100 percent there, but I like to think I am. And so the floral emphasis, we were cutting th- shapes and um, flowers and leaves. And we would always end up with these discs on the floor, uh, which were, if you like, the waste from our process. And so I think Amy one day was just literally dancing around the workshop with, you know, two pieces of metal, one (laughs) on each ear. And and we're going, you know, it's like almost dressing up kind of thing. Oh, look what this would look like. And and then we sort of had a light bulb moment. So Amy was like, right, take these home. I'm going to put some backings on them and we're going to wear them. And that would have been the Mar- February, March yeah. of 2021. Yeah. And, and we wore them. And we went on a little tour of uh, part of the North Island because we wanted to meet some gallery owners and just kind of explore a few ideas. And we wore them and we got so much interest in them. Yes. We were like, I think we have to make these. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, and, we, and we laugh because they are part of our uniform now, you know, because most of the time we are grubby. We're very grubby most of the time, except <laughs> yep. we, we do wear some nice earrings, you know, that, that are colourful. So, But yes, they, they are small adornments. They are mini sculptures. They're a really good conversation starter with our yeah. works, and that's where we find that people can go, I really love the big stuff, but you know what, I can start off with the, with the little stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've... Yeah. We, we find that they they have a lot of a lot of appeal and um, and people really kind of warm to the story as well. When they... Yeah, they get a, and I think that's the fact that they actually it's funny people's perceptions where they they see obviously the forty four gallon drum and obviously I mean that filled is about three hundred kilograms in weight if it's filled with honey or fr- fruit purees and somehow they kind of think that that's going to be the weight on their yeah. ears. <laughs> Go actually no, it's the, it's probably the size of a ten cent coin, you know. But um, but actually, so yeah, I mean, and they are they're super light. And actually, this week we're up to Auckland um, later on in the week for a trade fair, which will be our our third trade show that we would have done. We did two last year, and and this one coming up, where we're launching a slightly different design, but still with within the a different design with our earrings yeah so um so that it's even getting a little more kooky in terms of yeah. color combinations and and shapes but yeah i think amy's right the the conversation starter and we we had a an american student um well um researcher mm-hmm. an american researcher 
come and visit us a few weeks ago. Yeah. And she was looking at that intersection between um, uh, environmental issues and art and, mm. and, and posing quite a few questions. And we were sort of had quite a lot of discussions with her, yeah. but it was really going, well, if you can, through playful and accessible ways, start approaching these big topics, you know, that actually this is a way in and a route in. So it can be something as small and as simple as a pair of earrings, but then you start talking about the repurposed materials and then you talk about actually the process that's involved in actually making those drums in the first place and and the finite resources we have um, within our planet. So it's a really interesting, simple and very accessible and non-confrontational way to start mm. having those those yeah. conversations. Uh, yeah, and, and the conversation, the other thing we're, tr- we're trying to uh, address is people's uh, perception of value as well. You know, when it comes to to the um, to the material as a as a waste product. I mean, sometimes if these drums are lucky, they're used a number of times and transported around. But they do become a point where they come non-compliant within the food industry because we only use ones that have come from the food industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we have discovered that sometimes they're only ever used once and then they're, then they're scrapped. You know, and so people see forty-four gallon drums and they just you know they have images of braziers or they've just got them you know all stacking up, rusting somewhere or or horse jumps or whatever. And then you show them what we can actually do with these pieces um, and some of our artworks. I mean, people you can literally have the drum right next to the artworks and and people are absolutely stunned that the artworks are made from these materials. We don't color them; they come you know we just. We'd work with the colour palette that uh, we're given. <laughs> yeah, and the drums have two colours usually, an interior so, colour and an exterior colour. And that's our palette that we work with. So we don't spray them. And people are like, they're kind of scratching their heads going, really? They yes. come in these colours? Yeah. yeah, yellow, pink, orange. <laughs> and it, and that, that whole thing of, of, of waste, you know, and going, mm. well, actually, these things do have value. They're, we're adding longevity to to the material, giving it a whole a whole nother journey, a whole nother purpose, you know, and um, and people love that, and they love that part of the of our story as well. Um, and whether that's our small little corsage blooms that we do, or our bigger artworks, and we've got some really exciting things coming up over this year. We've got our first solo show coming up in June in in Hamilton, um, and uh, yeah, that's just that's going to be very so, exciting. So tell us about. So tell us about the artwork because you, you've yes. obviously talked about earrings and you've you've given reference to florals and blooms. Yes. Yeah. Talk about what. Tell us. I mean, I've been on your website and seen Christmas tree ornaments. So <laughs> tell us about the the different types of products that you have. Well, I think it's actually only it's only very recently actually, Amanda, that we've actually started kind of categorising in the sense of going, what is a product and therefore what do we wholesale um, and and so retailers in New Zealand and further afield can purchase from us. And then what is actually an artwork which would probably go into a gallery or people would um, approach us directly. And so, yeah, there is definitely a floral theme so that we have two methods of production. One is where we hand cut. So that's usually me, not always, but usually me using a plasma cutter 
we're freehand really just drawing on the drums and cutting out these these components which we call drawing with fire which, which we call drawing <laughs> with fire and I, and, I, and I am chief fire draw, uh, drawer for yes. the company yeah. um, and then we do weld them together and Amy is chief metal zapper it's so there, very there are, technical there are technical uh, directorship terms or yes. title yes. directorship titles yes um, so we have those uh, and then we also reverse in essence reverse engineer a drum so that we are taking that cylindrical form and cutting it into components and then rolling them flat and then we take those over to Wine Country Sheet Engineers um, on Alexandra and basically they do a lot of laser cutting for us so um, they're used to obviously getting much you know huge sheets coming through making these very sort of engineering focus very industrial components and then we pretty re- little flag <laughs> we reverse our car in and give them these bizarre um you know uh sort of colored sheets and yes. they have to they have to cut yeah so that that was specific one was for a project um we did for art in the park up in eden park last september was um botanics so botanics are our three works that we did that were based on on the Botanics and gin, um, and so very intricate. These panels that are about A2 size, um, three of them, um, all with the you know um, orris roots. So there's a, an iris on there. There's um, cucumber. You've obviously got the juniper in there, and peppercorns, and lavender, and also and they're in, such intricate. And they're just built up in layers and layers and layers of all these different colours of greens and pinks and all the things we can get. And then there was the three different ones were based on the way you might choose to drink your tipple of choice um so it's a classic one gin and tonics all the greens very close to to nature's colors uh a blue one which was all uh, kickback which was kind of a sunday afternoon relaxing with a drink and then adventurous which was more the cocktail so lots of yellows and oranges and corals and a little bit of aqua in there and so um the the same kind of forms but had very different different very different looks to them so um and you know sold those up to a um uh, hotel in Auckland but we've kept one of them we're very you know we're investing in ourselves right at the beginning we're keeping the the gin and tonic uh, uh classic, classic one so, um, yeah which she's is... on tour so she's just finished <laughs> yeah. a new Plymouth hasn't she yeah. and, and now she's down to Wanganui yes and yeah. um yeah I'm just trying to keep tabs on where things are <laughs> um but yeah so the botanical range was our sort of first foray into a framed piece yeah. um and um yeah it, it it was incredibly well received at art in the park last year to the point now where we sort of you know we need to do our next yeah. next yes, yeah. iteration of it yes so i'm mindful of the time and that i can talk to you too about this for hours <laughs> um but let's so let's before we we before we finish up yeah. i want to make sure that people know where they can go mm-hmm. um to have a look at your artwork mm-hmm. so obviously you've got exhibitions coming up mm-hmm. um and exciting things ahead and you've worked with some amazing people and you've had some amazing successes along the way mm-hmm. so people can look out for you and see where you're going to be showing but what how, if they wanted to have a look at your gallery or yeah. Um, just even they've been listening here and hearing about these drums and the beautiful colours. How how do they get in touch? Well, I think I think the first place or point of call is um, either through our website, which is metalmetcalf.com. 
And Metcalf's got an E on the end. And Metcalf right? yeah, have an e on <laughs> it does have an E. It does in our case, yes. absolutely. Um, and then I think also through our social media. So we're, we're on Instagram and Facebook an enormous amount. So that is at Metal Metcalf. Great. Um, and locally here in the Bay, there are a number of galleries. Um, so Art Shed over in Napier and Birdwoods um, in Havelock. Um, and then we have quite a few stockists. And I, 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 if I name them all, then suddenly I'm bound to forget somebody and feel very, very guilty. But we do have stockists both in Napier, um, Hastings and Havelock. So we've got, we've got various places covered. Yeah. Um, and we're very conscious that each of the places that that we partner with or work with have different products or different artworks so there are you won't go into one place and you'll see the whole thing you'll see selections of our range and that way then each each retailer or gallery has something unique to talk about as well oh amazing so, yeah. yeah yes is there anything else that you two want to share with us before we finish um today the, we feel very fortunate to be doing what we're doing here in the Bay. I get to work with my big sister, you yeah. know, um, and from where we started off right at the beginning to where we are now, Metal Metcalf has got this incredible momentum that we just, we, we're loving, we're really enjoying yeah. it, we love doing it where we are. We've got a lovely workshop, usually in the Hawke's Bay sunshine, and then, yeah, it's great. Well, um, we really appreciate uh, having both of you at times having your artwork in our centre and um, the connection that we have with you and just thank you both very much for being here and sharing a little bit about yourselves um, and I know that people will be rushing out to look at your website and go into um, Stockists to see your beautiful art so thank, thank you, you thank you This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.